I have a question and that I've been struggling with recently that I'm now free of, but I struggled with it nonetheless. How do you deal with somebody that has influence over you that you know for a fact is way dumber than you? With patience. Mm. I'm, I'm genuinely curious because... It's a tough question. Because we've dealt with idiots who have way too much power. Definitely. How did you deal? Because I dealt with the sleek. Yep. That's the the go-to until you try to figure out a way out. Obviously, if you're in this situation and there's, there's going to be any there for the for the future, then you need to figure out ways to, to cope with it. Let's let's uh, set up the hypo- hypothetical. Before the hypothetical. Hey, welcome back to the boy Adam. What's up? What's popping? Episode 232, I think. I'm not sure. I got sure, the whole Turks are behind me. I got Shams right next to me. Everyone's in the building. Yeah, Thank you yeah. for joining us. Shout out to tons of tens of listeners. Shout out to tons of tens of viewers. We appreciate you for being here. Keep going. Pass the caps on all socials. Yeah. Oh, yes. That, that one too. Call to action. Engage. Give me a hypothetical. Engage. Hashtag likes. We retweets. Whatever. <laughs> Hashtag yeah. likes. And hypothetical. The hypothetical. Uh, you are a Turks. And as a Turks, yes. I feel bad at this point. It's a difficult position to be, Salah, to be a Turks. I'm just letting you know. I know, I know. So, so as, much, there's too much, so much to deal with. Okay. So, as yes. a, so as a Turks, into already Yeah. Daima. Mm-hmm. So this is this hypothetical? Yes, hypothetical. Okay. Hypothetical Turks. Close to truth, but see you. Yes. Hypothetical Turks that doesn't have bald spots. Screw you. But okay. yeah, well, it's a much better version of Turks, but I don't say nothing. Uh, <laughs> Violence. <laughs> uh, anyhow, so hypothetical Turks has a boss who is very, very dumb, mm-hmm. who doesn't really know anything about anything. Mm-hmm. And he is making things that you know for a fact will make your life difficult at work. He is a new new boss. My phone process, we blame Shaxley process. How do you, as a Turks with no bald spots, deal with it? Okay. First thing <laughs> is, I'm sorry. It's giving me the space here to sorry. think. I'm okay. sorry. Okay. All right. First thing first. First thing is, <laughs> fuck you for the bot spot. That's one. Yeah. <laughs> Two. Yes. And you're still hung up on the bot. I'm not hung up on the bot spot. Who said bot spot? <laughs> Nobody said bot spot. What are you talking it. about? The way he's attacking it makes it feel like there's something. Here's this the thing. Is, this is completely hypothetical. What are you talking about? As I opened the door to him just now, and yeah. I was on the stairs. I could see the ball spots from above. <laughs> from before. There was more skin than hair at this point. So That's I, the advantage of height. <laughs> like creators on the moon. Yes, you have a, a border of hair that hides all the ball spots. Alhamdulillah. Islam. As a human thumb, I cannot comment. Yeah, and no. <laughs> What's and going no. on? As a man you, you full lot of hair, war, I'm like also Many, many years ago. <laughs> many, many moons ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Willingly, though. Yeah. Right. His so head, one of those moons. Hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetical, boy. Well, okay. Before you start. You, Damn. <laughs> before you start, you wrote... I'm going to check with my barber before I come. Question is, do you go to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question, do you go to your barber and he says, yep, still bald. You're like, what? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to be a quick one. He <laughs> doesn't say anything. He just nods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's good. He's good. I got it. Right. <laughs> he just yeah. holds my head and goes like this. <laughs> go away. <laughs> he just blows air on my head and we're good to go. Yeah. So hypothetical boss Hypothetical Turks Hypothetical What uh, The new boss doesn't know The process, the process And he's making Objectively dumb And unhelpful 
things that will decisions. make your life worse. Okay, you never tell them they're wrong. Oh, that will change. Yeah, that's part okay. of the problem. But they yeah. are. But you can't. <laughs> you have to navigate this situation very... Yeah. See that response, Shamsi? But they are. This is why you struggle. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, that's the first thing. Yo, yeah. I didn't want to say anything. Uh, no, but that's the thing. That's the first thing that, that, that needs to be acknowledged. You don't know what you're doing. Okay. Not to their face. Okay, no, you, you answer face. this, please. Okay. I, I need to, this is why. This is why it's always a hypothetical champion. Just no. letting you know. <laughs> no, but I want to hear your... No, 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 no. I need, I need to hear yours first, please. Okay, yes, maybe you don't confront it in a, in a, in a head-on way like that. But so you also need to kind of clarify that, okay, maybe we, we need more information. You know, maybe the information should come from other sources other than you, boss. Let's see who can help us. Could I chime in? Yeah. Chime in. Um, if I tell you, you today, mm. Mm. Shamsi, yeah. what you're doing is wrong, whatever mm. it was, right? You're not going to respond to it automatically, right? Because you do not, maybe you think I don't have the right idea or I'm looking at something differently, right? Mm. So you would say, okay, thank you. Yeah. No, prove it. Say, I'll, I'll say prove hey, bro, it. Bro, I yeah. tried to prove so many things to you. I showed you Rasamta. I did everything. Yeah, yeah, okay. And you still hard headed. You wouldn't change your mind. Hypothetical. No, no, we're here. talking about real champs in here. <laughs> that's that's why when you're saying, when you said, yo, they're wrong, they need to acknowledge it. Sometimes you tell people about something doing that they think that you might think is wrong, but they don't acknowledge it because they don't see it in the same way that you see it. Mm. That's why you can't go head on and say, yo, you're wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. That was a double ass whipping with one, bro. Yeah. Like, so this is like a masterclass in this bitch. This is why I failed to <laughs> first step. Okay. Back to, back to you, Turks. Back to me? Yeah. Okay. The hypothetical Turks. Okay. With a luscious head of hair. Okay. Thank I, re you. I really want to speed up this conversation because mm. we're taking too long in one place. Okay. You don't so Turks is basically saying, Turks is right 100%. Do not go head on. No. Okay. What would you do, Turks? You detail and explain what the alternative solution you have is and how it has like some pros over the cons that their solution or their process might. Uh, and then watch them fail and come back to your idea and then claim as their own. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing that <laughs> that's going to happen. Yeah, okay. that's and, and because that's your role usually under your boss. Your role is to show the right things and make him make the decision. You give him the options. Exactly. If he makes the wrong decision, he has another option that he can take or he can go build something new. If at the end of the day, the management tells him, yo, listen, all your options are trash. What other options did you have? Then he pulls that one that was that he was told from day one. And they say, okay, we like this. Then they say, okay, oh, this is the one. So, at the end of the day, it's their responsibility and it's their uh, accountability on the on the line. So whatever you do, mm -hmm. all you're doing is whatever your 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 doing. your boss is telling you to do. That is your your limitation. Part of my role comes into providing that support system, okay? Yes. To highlight that, okay, probably if we end up going with your decision, uninformed or unaware boss, that this might don't end call up, them unaware boss. I'm yeah. just saying, like, you know, if I know it's something wrong or something yeah. that I don't agree with, right? Did you and highlight I, it? And I, I did highlight it, and okay. I would lead, and I would show the case the consequences as well. And their decision at the end of the day was to stick to, to their stick to it, but then, yeah. you know, like, okay, we're walking into mean, a mistake. But they plus mean. Who? Exactly. Yeah. It's yes. His, it's his head on the block. Exactly. I'm still trying to avoid the mistake happening. You know? I highlighted it. Yeah. I wrote it down. I sent it an email. It's already uh, recorded. It's on the record. This is a point of contention I have a lot with people I've worked with in the past. Because here's the thing. I've dealt with a lot of people who 
give 110% all of the time. And when they feel that something isn't going in the right way, they get discouraged really quickly. Okay. I've come to terms with the fact that, yo, I'm now just becoming a mid-level employee. And as a mid-level employee, you come to realize that, yo, I do not have any real impact or sway in my work unless I am the decision maker. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the time, the decision maker doesn't know jack shit. Mm. So I've come to realize, you know what? Eh, sure. But so will I. And if that, if that doesn't come to fruition, at least I'm f- satisfied with the knowledge of knowing that it's not on my ass. Do you not see a role for yourself to better inform the decision maker in a I way do. that no, no, in a way that benefits both your own career progress and the company's direction? You Here's said it. You inform. Yeah, that's it. Not yeah, make decision. But in his situation, in inform. his situation, what he could do, the option he has, is to be more forceful about it. No, no, no. Forcefulness doesn't work. This is not the wilds. That, and when I see, but I mean by forceful, and rather than just saying it, go and build the case for it. For example, just the giving. Okay, you still way. build the case for yeah. it, and you yeah. present it, mm. and you still get ignored. That's it. Yeah, j- here's you present it to your to, to your well, boss, some, well, at some point, not to your boss's boss. Mm. You don't go behind their back. Definitely not. Yeah. Exactly. Is, and at here's, some point, they're gonna make decision. At the end here's of the, the thing. thing. Usually, nine times out of ten, or let's be honest, ten times out of ten, if you tell your boss something. And they said, nah, I'm good, homie. They're not going to listen to, if you tell them the same thing, but when a, in a 20 or 30 slide PowerPoint. Exactly. I already told you no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to, basically what I'm saying is, I've come to, I've, as a defense mechanism, just to not become frustrated at every single decision that is being made, I will do what is directed. I will signal and inform where I feel that might not be the best option, but I'll say, any. I will take orders. Part of it is taking orders, definitely. Your boss got a direction. Your boss got a direction. And he came and he gave you a direction. And you think the direction is wrong. Your boss is telling you a lot of times, telling you no, because that's not the decision that was made upstairs. Mm. You're not the guy upstairs. You don't have all the information. Exactly. The business owner could be telling them, listen, I want to take this risk. I know it's wrong. I know it goes against everything that we do, but I want to take this risk. So you must say this, say, yo, what are you guys are doing wrong? But this is the direction they were given. Mm. And so Fall people, in line. it's not about only falling in line. You are, in any company, you are just a small piece of the big puzzle. Exactly. And you need to play your role in order for you to go up. Mm. Your role is not to go find all the gaps. See, a lot of people are like living in this movie where they think they get into a company and they show all the faults and then, oh, you are amazing. You become CEO. You get promoted. Not even promoted. Pat it on the head. So a lot of people think they're the game changers. They come in like all excited. They want to do things in Midrash. Okay, cool. Keep that excitement. And as, as a good manager, you should also make sure that they keep that alive. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are things that needs to be done and that you need to be followed. Fair, fair. That's very fair. But you see that excitement, that's, and for me, that's part of, I see a lot of, people around me, for example, or experiences that I've been through where you go to a company culture and and it's discouraging when you see, you know, a lot of things that could be done better, but aren't for whatever reason, you know? So how do you channel that energy where you really do want to come in and and find the flaws and fill the gaps in, in a way that is actually, you know, productive for the company while keeping the employee feeling like he has that sense of purpose? Let me tell you my point of view. Yeah. Go ahead. Because all of you have jobs. I don't. Yeah. Right. 
Like I work. I'm just, I'm just asking the question because I I'm do face tell you, that problem and I do see it around me. When I used to work for companies, I realized early on that I can scream from here to next year and no one cares. Mm. And I learned early on that I was dedicated and devoted to a certain company. And then just one boss came around and I started getting warnings. And then when I talked upstairs, it's like I didn't exist. Mm. So I understood early on that I also need to be selfish with myself. Mm -hmm. I need to be selfish with my services. If I know something, I keep it to myself. Now, if you're good at what you do, you find ways to do what number one just said. I know that decision making is, doesn't happen down here. Mm. It happens upstairs. Mm. So I take my skill set and try to build it as much as possible to get upstairs. A lot of people enter the corporate world and realize it's trash. Yes, as an entry-level employee, the first three to five years, it's always going to be awful. It's hard. It's a grind. It's not only a grind. You're looked down upon that you don't understand. And you tell yourself, yo, I have so many capabilities, but no one is using it. And mm. I'm stuck in this desk. But your job is to make your skill set get better for you to move up faster. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't want to do that. A lot of people want a job when they walk in, they just, you know, do the little things and go. Some people want to come in and be the person that makes the changes. And I, I am bigger than this job. And I want people to know that I'm bigger than this job. Cool. Go find this job that will fit you where you think you're bigger. Mm -hmm. You need to know what you want for yourself. This is why you should never go head to head with your bosses. Yes. Give them what they want. They have a direction. Give them direction. Tell them the other thing that you think is the correct way. Show them what it is. Try to explain it to the best that you can. If it doesn't fit them, that's all cool. You saw something that they didn't see. That's really good. Mm. It means you have insight into things that they're not paying attention to, which shows you where you are and where they are. Mm. As if nobody's paying attention to that. Everyone wants a good boss, right? Everyone says a good boss is a boss that builds you up and teaches you everything, right? Mm. Not everybody can absorb the right information like everybody else. Not everybody, not, not because you have a good boss might means that you're a good employee. Exactly. You can have a boss that's amazing and hard worker, but you cannot match up with that energy. Mm. And so you want to learn what they learn, but they had to go through hell to get what they, where they are today, right? They had to understand new things. They had to build. The hardest thing in business is growing yourself mm. because it comes to a certain point that you're static, right? Like, you know, let's say you're a, you're a manager in whatever department, right? You see all of them as the same. This for most jobs, not all the jobs. All of them as in all the other managers? Yeah. So basically, you're a manager in this company. If you go to this, it's like plug and play, mm. right? There's no specific skill set or something new that you're going to bring to another company. Mm. You're just going to bring the knowledge that you had from the bigger company that you were in. Mm. That's it. If you want to go beyond that, then you start learning on what makes a company run. Mm. If you want to be a CEO, you have to learn how to be a CEO. You have to understand a whole business from a different aspect than learning it from a department. Knowing all the different functions. And that's where you build yourself. You can become bigger than what you are today unless you are in a job that, let's say, cybersecurity, mm. right? You know, it's an IT job. It's very specific. So you grow within that realm and you know there's going to be always a ceiling. There's mm. always a ceiling. It's just, where do you want to reach your ceiling? Do you want to reach it in company A or company B or conglomerate company C? Mm. There's always going to be money to be had, just how good you are. Like one of my friends, he's really good at what he does in tech. And his always competition was, what are they doing at Google? What are they doing at Microsoft? 
what's making this guy be the CEO? What's making this guy be that? That's, and then, a, that's a standard. Exactly. I want to be on that level. I want to get paid that type of money. I want to have that type of lifestyle. I want to be recruited by this type of company. Not even recruited by them. I want to be this as type. skillful as them mm. that when people look at my CV, they're like, oh, this guy is a catch. Mm. I become important. When you become a catch, it means I can negotiate the salary that I want. I can discuss things that I want. I can discuss my benefits. And I don't have to deal with dumbass bosses that don't know what they're doing. Oh, no, you'll get a dumbass CEO. And oh, then, and then, <laughs> yeah. it's and like, then there's no the way out. And then when you're done with the dumbass CEO and you become the CEO, you get a dumbass board. manager. Okay. <laughs> or a dumbass manager or uh, dumbass whatever. Okay, so the dumbassery shall exist. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's all, it's all direction, bro. Mm. It's just I, how well can you execute and how quick can you execute and how well can you have a team that can execute? Mm. It's I, all about execution. I think the determining factor is, is how you deal with the email dilemma. Okay. Are you aware, aware of the email dilemma? What is the email dilemma? Of course you're not, because I made it up just now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of email, like, dueling that goes e- on here the within email, the language. The email dilemma is a term I've coined when you are a entry-level employee that is very skillful and you are aware of your skill. Okay. And you are being managed by an idiot. And the idiot says, uh, I believe all of us had been put in similar situations. Mm. At one point or the other. Yes. The question is, you, your success in, in your career and your career path will be determined by your response to that. Mm. Do you do it? And sure, or do you do it and you get huffy about it behind the scenes? Or do you not do it? Because those three paths will determine how you are perceived in the company. Uh, you are a, a team player or you do your job and shut up or you are oh, you are difficult to manage mm-hmm. because again you, you hear if you are not willing to play the game you're not really gonna be a player you're not, you're not gonna keep any your place in the team basically do you know why CEOs get paid a lot do you understand the explanation of like the idea of why they, forget the ones that get 150 million as bonuses Right? I'm just talking about regular CEOs, why they get so much money. They can, they, make, ha- they can make the tough decisions. That's one. They basically have to deal with everything. At the end of the day, everything ends up with them. I'm buying your 24 hours. That's what I'm doing. Mm. Why do you have two drivers and three maids? Why would you have that? Because you need the time for yourself. Because mm. your hours is being bought by that company. Which means every day you wake up, every time you go to sleep, you're thinking about that company. You're putting that company ahead of your kids. You're trying to make room for your kids. It's not, yo, I have to go see my kids. No, it's like, how can I shift my business so I can see my kids? This is why you can pay so much money because you live and breathe this company. Mm. And a lot of people think, oh, when you go up, oh, there's just management. Oh, they're just going to pay a lot of money and sit around and make decisions. No, it doesn't work this way. If I'm hiring a CEO- There's a lot more effort. Yeah, if he doesn't live and breathe my vision, I don't want you to be here because I'm paying you for what exactly? Oh, I, I want to, like someone told me, it's like Mark Zuckerberg makes all the time in the world. Yeah, when you have billions and billions and you have a company with X amount of 100,000 employees, you can take time off because you have like 16 people under you that are doing the work that you want them to do. When you are literally the global leader and monopolizing <laughs> several <laughs> different industries, you're good. But any other CEO, no. Look at them. Bro. Look at our friends that own companies. Mm. Uh, all they do is talk about their business. Because that's all they can do. Because that's, that's it. this is the livelihood. This is where I make my money. This is where I do my business, where I feed my kids. And if you can't think like that with the job that you have, you'll never go. 
competition is very hard upstairs. People think it's easy. People think, oh, X amount of years, I become manager. Nah, bro. <laughs> you'll you'll get shocked real quick. There's mm. a reason why you see 40-year-olds in one position. Mm. Not even mid-management. There's a reason for that. Not everybody's built for it. The funniest thing is when you see the generational clash in real life, when you have the 40-year-old manager who's been there for ages that is being supervised by the 32-year-old yeah. who is more experienced and... It's fun, yeah, to see that clash happen. <laughs> like you, you just enjoy the show. Oh, trust me, I, I the saltiness I, abounds. As a consultant, I've seen that show happen in front of me, where Tersil email Like, isn't he your boss? Yes, Hamar. And that's where the dilemma comes from. No, that's the fun. I don't get. I, I, <laughs> I have no dog in this fight. I'm mm. just watching. Like, mm, let them fight. No, <laughs> office politics. Oh. <laughs> And the thing is, I get back. The thing is, a lot of people. I, I said this so many times on the podcast. You you do not understand what you need until it's too late. In what way? You don't know. You don't think about owning a house. Mm. You know. You think about renting. You know. You, you think of what your Talking lifestyle today mm. is going to be. What your lifestyle is in twenty years. Nah. This is this is the thing that shocks a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I know forty five year olds that party like crazy every single week, like crazy, and. I'm waiting for them to see the value of health when they're 60 mm. because they're not looking at 60. And they, they'll tell me like, yeah, bro, I'm I have a lot of stress in my head and I'm Okay, cool. Do you. I have no problem with that. Mm. But if you can't keep one eye on the future, where are you going to go? Uh, there's, a, there's a lovely cont- continuum of this. Added. When you first enter the workforce and you start with your salary and you see, you see that manager X is making let's say 20 or 30% more than you. And like, yo, you think that's a lot of money. And then you reach that. I'm <laughs> like, you know what? Screw the salary. I can't, I can't do shit with the salary. Exactly. Like everyone tells me, it's like, oh, getting paid 30K as a manager is amazing. Mm. Go ask every manager that's making 30K if it's amazing. Mm. Uh, come on, it's, it's a tough it's a tough market out there. You know, there's a lot of competition, as you mentioned. No, we got a lot of responsibilities in your life. You get kids. Yeah. Yeah. Start thinking about those kids. What, what schools do you want to go to? 30K. Tuition. How yeah. much is tuition? 30K is the exact amount of money that tells you 30K doesn't mean shit. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what, that's, that's where we're starting, right there. Bro, go look at schools and look how much does it cost. Just go look at that. And I'm, and I'm not saying go look at high school. I'm saying go look at kindergarten. Mm. Pre-K. The yes. one where you play with, yeah. with, with, with stuffed animals. Yes. Well, oh, I'm paying what? 40K a child a year? And a that's year. me being nice. That's me being nice. A mm. lot of people listen like, yo, it's 80. I'm like, shh. We don't want to tell everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love my kids, but not that much. <laughs> oh, see, well, that's what's going to happen. You're going to be thinking about their education. Mm. You're like, oh, okay. Should they go to this school and just get a regular education? Or should I help them fast track their education for them to be more prepared in the future. Yeah, this is where benefits become a real game changer for a lot of people. Yeah, uh, company benefits. You mean. Yeah, mm. like like the mukafaat, like it really helps a lot of people. And once again, this is where we have to put up with hypothetical dumbass balls because we have to put up with these, not, not put up, but we have to live with these decisions basically. Look, being a good company with a dumbass boss is it blessing? <laughs> yeah, then, then being in a shitty company where everything is running the way you want to run. Because you're only going to get to bigger companies by working in bigger companies. Mm. You're not going to go from Adil Co. to Google. Yeah, it's not going to happen. 
All right. So thank you all for coming to our uh, <laughs> work life analysis Yo, today. Nice segue. Okay. Uh, all right. So let's give an explanation. So we have no topics, mm-hmm. as you can see. Uh, we've been all very depressed this past week for I obvious reasons. For obvious reasons, everybody knows. Mm-hmm. We we've been struggling on. Well, today is Friday, by the way, so we're recording this early. Mm-hmm. We've been struggling with topics because we're all watching the same thing, and there's really nothing worth of value to talk about. We don't want to break our hearts further. And we know that a lot of people pull up here just, you know, to escape a little bit of reality. And we're trying our best to escape with y'all. But we're talking shit about our bosses mm-hmm. <laughs> or their bosses. <laughs> because we have hate in our hearts. Hypothetical. 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 Uh, there's going to be three people fired next Sunday. <laughs> 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 there's going to be vacancies in three different companies. <laughs> I mean, the economy, that tells you the economy is still going on. I want to go on the record and say... My dumbass boss was from my consulting days, so I don't work there anymore. Mm. All right. Mm. I will tell you what number one works so you can put it direction. <laughs> I don't over <exist>. there. <laughs> Again, I do not exist, mm. listeners. I no, I had- but if I did, I would be very hot and very tall and very wealthy. <laughs> <laughs> and very <laughs> with a head full of hair. As we said on yeah. the last episode, number one is gorgeous. Yes. <laughs> Handsomest man on earth. Yes. And and so tall. I'm very I'm very tall. Yeah. I'm not a munchkin. I'm very tall. Did you say he has a tall pack? So yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> he has a tall pack. Mm-hmm. I'm very tall. Yes. He doesn't go to the gym. The gym comes to him. Yes. <laughs> Basically. I'm so tall. I just step out of my door and I reach the gym because my legs are so tall. I'm so tall. Oh, I'm so tall. Uh, as you can tell, ladies and gentlemen, he is tall. Well, let's tell people what's going on about that one since we have really no topic. So yeah. someone came up to me and said, hey, I can guarantee you number one is sexy. <laughs> and, and I'm not going to tell you what my response was but after like 85 minutes of laughter <laughs> I, I returned to that conversation yeah, he, by he, saying, laughed, he laughed because it was so true yeah. <laughs> exactly it's it funny like, because it's true yeah. it was like how do you know how you know <laughs> this person's like show me his picture I'm like he doesn't exist exactly he's, he's in our heads uh, and uh, she was like that's some bullshit <laughs> I want to know how number one looks like and I was like, number one is sexy. <laughs> it is fine with a capital I'm, F. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not sexy. I'm fine. <laughs> you yeah. are drop dead gorgeous. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, His is, head fits through anything. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's a normal. Yeah, the 12th pack. I know. I think you know. <laughs> it's 12 pack than a head. <laughs> and it's a no ver- chest. It's a, it's, a, it's a very normal sized head. Have, you know? <laughs> It is a head that yeah. is appropriate for a human being. Yeah. Yes. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. have all the real estate in the world. Oh, uh, when times like that, we trash each other. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you can tell that we love each other. Oh, I, I love none of you. Because you're gorgeous. Yes, I'm, yeah. I only love myself. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're Not, gorgeous. Non-stop love. And, and tall. Don't forget that part. Please. That's uh, super tall. <laughs> you're what? Seven foot what? Uh, all, the foots, all the foots, all the foots, all the foots. Foot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, breaking hearts and records. Oh my god, bro! Well, well done, number he one. He can be the best at Olympics, the best at basketball, the best at soccer. <laughs> He's the best at everything. Do you not see how? Okay, never mind. Let's just leave, him, let's just leave him alone. Leave him alone for what? Look, look how gorgeous I'm he is. Gorgeous. I'm radiating gorgeousness. Everyone thinks like all this light is coming from like what's the name? Our lights. No, it's from his four, uh, from, uh, from <laughs> the twelve pack. It's from, from the twelve pack. <laughs> the reflections <laughs> of the twelve packs. <laughs> the glaze yeah, of the twelve. Exactly. Pack. It's like LED lights. I love Doesn't it. even oil it. It's just yeah. natural. I, I, I excrete it. <laughs> <laughs> 
smells like a oud all day long. Uh, what a catch. <laughs> Very musky at times. Because <laughs> we love you, number one. Oh, we somebody ap- has to. We appreciate you. <laughs> somebody <Marla's>. has to. <laughs> yeah. Mother won't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, any, some, I know that we act like we don't, but any, we genuinely do. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we, we're done with that section too? <laughs> we had a good question last week. What was the question? We asked, we asked ourselves a good question. If you could build a video game. Did you? Did you, did you uh, actually uh, thought about did that? You? Okay, I actually okay. thought about that. No, first off, Turks was the one who came up with the idea. Yeah, did you okay. think about it? Yes. It was literally his idea. Yeah, I'm asking him. Did uh, did you? I love the fact that he said we, and it was Turk's idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he does we, that a lot. We discussed Andy. the idea. Yeah. If he's in the room, it's a we. What's the yeah. question? Did you figure out an answer? Yeah, I kind of. The question was, if, if you're yeah. going to build a video game, what would the storyline be and who the characters would be? So you had to build a video game based in Saudi. Yes. Oh, there you go. Yes. About Saudi. Yes. yes. Oh, that that kind of ruined my idea. My idea was that you you make a video outer game. space. No, outdoor, yeah. no, 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 no. My idea for a video game was that you start the video game, you press start, and you press A to be told that you are worth it and you are loved. That is my idea for a video game because it's a video game that I need. Mm. Anyway, so you're saying video game? Yeah. So Red Dead. Red wow, Dead, it's Red, funny bit. Red Dead Redemption. Right, I'm, I'm gonna mute. Red Dead Redemption, <laughs> but in the desert. So how Red does Red Dead Redemption is in the desert? Go on. Yes. No, but in our desert. So instead of horses, you do camels. And? And basically you build You know we this. had horses, right? I'm just saying. That, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, okay. I'm just saying, like, you build that. Like I'm sure there's plenty of stories that you can go back to hundreds of years. Okay, so what you, you did since Wednesday was yeah. just get an idea of revamping a game that already exists. No, I'm talking to you about the What's format the of the game. No, let, him know, let him go. Let him go. No, I'm, talking about, I'm yeah. talking about the idea, the, the format yeah. of the game. Yeah. Honestly, the way I thought about it, like it would be really cool if you could play like Antal Bishadad or like some old, uh, you know, Legend. Legend, basically. It's, uh, of it's interesting that he went with Antar bin Shaddad. I'm just giving you an example this here. This is inside jokes. Okay. Inside jokes. I'll give you an example. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, you don't yeah. have to take that literally. Yes, number yeah, one, okay. this doesn't go public. Yes. <laughs> Listen, there's, there's stories that you could explore. There's there's ways that you could bring and showcase culture in different ways that really tap into. Like I'm imagining grading like caravans and shit. Like that would be, it's maybe there's elements of Assassin's Creed, I think. Part so of it. it's uh, an RPG? Yeah, kind of an RPG adventure. Okay, yeah. and mm-hmm. you need, you need in the to, desert. In the desert, so I still haven't figured out the actual storyline. But any, that's kind Have of where I want to go. In the desert, yeah, it's quite, that was kind of the question. But okay, okay, <laughs> what the storyline? Yeah, you know, I'm giving you what the game was gonna be. Like now, yeah. now we build the. Story so it's line. just one empty map with dunes. I mean, no, there's like rocks. <laughs> there's know? a tent over there, and a tent over there. E, I don't, yeah. there's diversity in the <laughs> in the landscape. <laughs> you know. I'm sure there was a lot of wildlife and fauna. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 those camels, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> four by four camels. We had woolly mammoths at some point, didn't we? Uh, in the BC times. Yeah, I'm, just saying, I'm just saying. It's a video game. You can go crazy with it. See, the longer you go, the more you're breaking down the game. I don't, okay. I'm loving it. I'm I loving it. No, no, no. Yes. There we go. No, no, he yeah. just, he's not loving what no, you think he's no, loving. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a concept yeah. here. Yeah, I don't think woolly mammoths and the Arab identity coexistent. <laughs> so we have a time, time rift in the desert. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Where you, where you have like Toyotas <laughs> and, and woolly, woolly mammoths, mammoths coming from both sides of history. And of, there's of, a camel. 
stuck in the middle. Okay. And the camera going, look, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what did I do? <laughs> did I do that? And it turns out that the camel was the reason for the timer. That's nice. Okay. Okay. So, so the camel was a time machine. You, yeah. just, you, just, you just made it so much better, right? Like, Safina, uh, Because it was so much worse. <laughs> it can only go up. I know. <laughs> Uh, Again, we're world building here. Regardless yeah. of what <laughs> kind of shit I fling through like the wall, it's gonna stick. Because <laughs> how awful that idea yes. was, it Well, I'm just saying we're, we're world building here. Goodly, but so that's that's what we start with, right? We start with that. What? 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 Ah, so, <laughs> no, 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 hold on, hold on. All A video game said. about Saudi Arabia, he started with the desert. Yeah. Hello, you, yeah. you racist. Hello, yeah. you. <laughs> Come yeah. on. And then he yeah. went back to Antarctica. Yeah, Mr. Stereotype. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> is, is the currency yeah. dates? No, yeah. Eddie. That, that's no, that's like. Is the main character called like the rings. That's like the rings, Hexonic. Okay. What? You collect dates, Ash and Life. Again, I want you to. That's Crash Bandicoot. I want to remind you how we started this. You said. Turks asked a good question. Yeah. Yes. Create a video game in Saudi. Mm. Yes, and he had a bad answer. And, and then you started <laughs> <laughs> with Sahwa. And yeah, Red yes. Dead Redemption. Yes. yes. And then Anta Bachidat came in for some reason. <laughs> yeah, because, okay. because we need a story, right? <laughs> yeah. What story? Yeah. The story, yeah. the story of life in the desert. What's the story of Red Dead Redemption? He got like a Saudi. Okay. The story. Hold up, no, he yeah. wants to know the, the original material so he can, exactly. can plagiarize properly. <laughs> let, let, let him. Where is the same geographic location? Yeah, though, the story of Red Dead Redemption was a bad person struggling with the bad things they've done and deciding to become a good person. It's actually a really well-written story. That's yes. a great story. The setting, yes, the yes. setting is incidental. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And Let's that's see. the idea. What was your story of this? And I was talking about the story of, you know, <laughs> a bad Arab. Honestly, I was just imagining myself running around the desert with a sword and stuff. You know, you know. Why are you running around the desert with a sword? Doing grades and stuff out of like so this. You're, you're they did that basically. game multiple times. It's called Assassin's Creed, each yes. and every one. Ew. Okay. This is Sahara. Yeah. Oh, the only one. place not even the new one the origins yes in the, the only place Assassin's Creed didn't reach to is space okay, <laughs> okay. it did everything <laughs> who's it, who are yeah, they gonna assassinate in space alright man okay I'm just asking like, <sighs> anyways that's my idea for the game no that's think, not an idea I think there's merit no, no, there keep it somewhere yourself. no keep honestly. it to yourself that was not um, that was not an idea that EA, was, check it out that was that was no. noise. That was, that's yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought I did. I, I'm not going to say that. Yani, I researched it very properly. Yes. Yani, I just thought. Listen, about listen, 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 yeah. not new researching uh, something. How about how about you refresh it okay. and bring the idea back mm. next week? With the Toyotas? So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Just give me a breakdown. A full breakdown of a game. Okay. So okay. we can trash it again. Hold on. Okay. 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 All right. How much you want to bet he's not going to do it? 10,000 reals. 10,000 reals. What you got? Let me check my back account because I want to know what the limit because I know he's not going to do All it. Right, so yeah. so you can go as high. I just want to double up. Hey. All right. I'll match the highest. Carlos, done. Perfect. Perfect. Done. What? Right. what? You want? Oh, next week? Okay. All right. Next week. Next hey. week. Wow. That's expectations. Oh, 100% we're ready for this. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. All right. <laughs> let's go where? We're, we're waiting on you. We're building games now. <laughs> yeah. No, mean, no. You're building You're building games. Yeah. Yeah. We're begging on horses. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so next week when you come in, we're not going to build the game with you. We're we'll to yeah, you out. Okay. I think we have some good ideas already. No, no, we don't have we. No. There's no we. No, there's, there's no we. No this is the eye. I mean, <laughs> this is the eye. I appreciate the time rift concept, you know. <laughs> I think there's merit there. There's uh, there's uh, a thing yeah, in game design called the game design document. Mm. It 
it is an actual document. So if you do that, mm. I will give you 10,000 reals. Okay. I don't know what that is. Google it. Okay. <laughs> 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 yeah, fine. I, I can Google it. Like, I can check it out. Google right now. I actually want to see what it looks like. Yeah. Is it an actual document? Yes. Okay. Does it have like schematics? When they design games, they don't. They don't. They don't go off vibes. There has to be a book that they have to derive from. Like, yeah, this is the game. This is the gameplay loop. This is the enemies. Blah 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 blah. Okay, and it's like in a. It's a document. Okay. He List said the it be, there's a document called. Like our game design documents obsolete. That's the first link that showed up. Uh, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, yeah. literally. Yeah, that's what it says. Ah, bro, give us a game for I don't know Game Boy. I don't care anything. Okay, no, 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 no. I want him to sit down and write something. Oh ah, hell he's not gonna no! Do okay. He's not like, gonna do like that. Game design documents can be a surprisingly controversial subject. Some developers claim that they don't use them at all and haven't had for some time. See, so bullshit. Right. So on. you're not gonna write one. I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. Right I'm one. Just that's what's going on. Right here, one, yeah. and I will give you 10,000 reals. Okay. Right one. Well, uh, good job, guys. I appreciate this encouragement. No, this is, it is not encouragement. This is not, it is entertainment. If this, if this is encouragement, I hate to see discouragement. <laughs> All right. That was a good 30 minutes of trashing each other. Oh, it was a 30 minutes. Who's 10? So what, what ideas do you have? We just gave you the idea. No. These are we for the game. Do we you not, do you not have a game design plan? No, Oops. I don't. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. So how do we feel about the climate right now? I have a contribution. I, I'm, I'm trying to push this past night conversation it's, it's, as yeah, far yeah, back as yeah, possible yeah, so we'll talk about. Yeah. But uh, that's the only thing that we have to talk about. And the worked on the Well, the weather is good. Well, the weather is good. That kind of reminded me of something. Honestly, mm. uh, I work in a place that is. A part of a larger co- commercial and work pl- dist- uh, work district. So we have a lot of entities, a lot of companies that sharing the same space. Mm, CAFT? Not CAFT. Uh, not CAFT. <laughs> I know it's not CAFT. It's not CAFT. <laughs> I know. But uh, same vibe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of people. So as I was leaving the office with a acquaintance, uh, just to get like coffee or something. Mm. There were a lot of people mingling in the common area, the courtyard, whatever you want to call it. And my friend left Alega like, yo, these colored abayas, quote unquote, are making, are, are very distracting. And I, I, I looked at them like, why the hell are you watching this Aslan? Why are you mm. commenting on this? Yeah. And why are you saying the word colored? Why are you saying my friend? He is my friend. Acquaintance. I, 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 I know he doesn't have okay. friends. I yeah, technically. Technically. But Facts. but here's the thing, like he made an argument that colored abayas are a distraction because quote unquote they are signaling for attention. I'm like, yo, I said, yo. I said oh. yes, 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 yes. Let, let finish, let finish. I said, dude, relax. It is not that serious. Mm. Like, but dude went in on that passionate. Rant. You could say you could tell like he, there was a lot of frustration bubbling up. Like context, he's not married. Oh yeah, it, it, show, it shows. It shows. Yeah. <laughs> it's obvious he's not married. Yeah, because you know what happens to mar- to guys when they get married? They get whipped. They, they shut the fuck up. Yeah, they, <laughs> they, that's buy, what happens. They buy. They're yeah, they're the ones saying, "Yo, I like the light blue." Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly. That's what happens. Look, there's a lot of people like that, and a friend of mine is. is I don't know if he's still like that, but I am a purist. <laughs> yes, we were talking about it. He was like, "Yeah, same thing. Oh, it's a distraction." I was like, "My God, you're in Europe all the time. 
Is the different color jeans a distraction to you? Is the color different shirts a distraction to you? Is the suit or the swimwear a distraction to you? I see you walking, taking pictures, sitting with your family. You're having fun, enjoying yourself. How is this different? Exactly. It's that simple. It's only a distraction if you want to make it a distraction. Exactly. Like you are feeling frustrated by the, the color that I buy it for some reason that I do not understand. It's something, it's something you're not used to. Fine. Okay. Because you're not used to it, it's something that catches your attention no, no. more in, than, in, than, in than 2023. Than, a lot of people are used to everyone's it. Everyone's used to it. Yeah. Yes. But he is still upset by it. That is, that is the point of contention. That here. sounds like a you problem, exactly. mm-hmm. not an us problem. And not just that, Yanni. Honestly, it's, it's, it's nice to, to give people the option to be able to express themselves. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know. Just go back that, to episode five. You know. <laughs> we talked about this. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll let people do their own thing. My position. There's, is- a, lot, there's a lot of abayas that come in those dark colors, whether it's navy or, or, you know, olive, dark green that are not. Counterpoint. Uh, hold on, hold on. Counterpoint, you're, you're, you're kind of the opposite end of the problem. Like, the reality is, as a male Rasasi, Saudi, <laughs> you should not care or comment on Abayas, period. Like, you should not give attention to that to that thing at all, Aslan. Why does it matter to you? Because there's still a lot of people that do not want things to change. There's a lot of people that's hard for them to see here's change the thing, happening. Here's the this, thing. This, this, but it doesn't like, concern you. Like, here's the thing. I've, I've been raised with the idea that a man commenting on women's things in this, general, be disrespectful. it... Disrespectful. Disrespectful and just like, hey, it's disrespect to yourself as a man. Like, why you are you as a man commenting on women's things? Maybe this is not your space, my guy, Aslan. Mm. Because anyway, we've seen that scenario. But see, but see, if you're gonna method and deal with somebody it, in your family, oh, is this a nice bag? No, yes, you get to have an opinion. You answer the question, yeah. fine. But again, the I'm seeing it manifest in two different ways by people who are too much pro like being involved in women's things and too much against women's things. Like you do not, you shouldn't volunteer an opinion, period. That is my point. Well, I mean, I, that that can be very extreme. I personally, if you have an opinion, you keep it to yourself, that's all good. If you have an opinion and you're screaming it at people, that's a problem. Yes. You know, take it home. Keep that shit at home. If you want your wife to be dressed in a certain way and act a certain way and she's okay with it, that's between both of you. Now, what other people do is in your business. Exactly. Yeah. Like, again, the uh, volunteering an opinion, it's both weird and the negative and the positive. Like, okay, the <laughs> the peop- the person who is overly critical, like, yo, you have some issues you need to work on. But like, if you're saying like, yo, Flana, that's a, that's a banging abaya. Like, yo, you're kind of, <laughs> yo, like, where are we? When are we here? Yo, I see the salmon yesterday. <laughs> like, yo, it matches your eye. Where, when are we here? Stupid. Chamsi. No, but I think, come on, you're, you're, where your acquaintance is coming from is, is, Again, it's not, I agree with your point. Why is it something that bothers you so much? It has nothing see, to do with you, right? If See, there's a bigger problem than this. There's a lot of people who think the same way that uh, number one's friend does, right? A lot. A lot of people. Yeah, fair. fair. Right? And the problem is some of these people are taking that energy into work. And then they're not giving certain tasks or work to certain women 
based on that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Based, based on how they feel. You still have guys who do not want to work with women in the same workplace. Mm-hmm. This exists till today. True. Very true. You know? And so if he's and, bringing and, that behavior and it's affecting other people's jobs, then no, he needs to be taken care of. That's how, then it comes two parts. One, there's a culture element to it where companies set guidelines for what is expected of their employees in terms of- Cute. No, it's there. It's supposed to be there. It is, um, whether, whether it's enforced or not is a different question, but it's supposed to be there just for you to know. And then there's the other element of at least hiring the right people that are going to be able to do the work the way that need, needs to be done rather than bringing their personal prejudice into line. Now, that's dif- more difficult, I do understand. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, it is a deeply, a, a, a well-ingrained cultural element for a lot of people, let's say, okay? And you are bringing them into a different environment where they have to learn how to act differently, yes, and that's not easy. But you got to get with the times. That's another part of that but as well. But to play education. Devil- education. We said this about a long yeah, time ago. Yeah. You need to educate people before they get to the workplace. To play devil's advocate, he did make one point that I could sort of see where he was coming from. He was frustrated <laughs> that a lot in society and the workplace when we are interacting between the sexes, a lot of the bur- burden or most of the burden is placed on the guy to behave in a certain way. He says that there's in essence a double standard. I disagree. What do you mean? I disagree. Yeah, basically like if there is a certain type of dress code that is enforced or whatever, like it's basically being the burden of the guy to follow that practice and rule versus the woman. Again, I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah, 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 but but the guidelines for what to wear at work is very clear even from the Ministry of Human Resources. Exactly. Yes. For, For both. Mio, basically, he's saying that most of the time. That is, again, because you're the one that doesn't want to accept changes. Aha. Uh-huh. That's really the reason. Simple as that. There's changes happening. You're they the all approve the changes. You don't want the changes exactly. to happen. So that's why you feel like it's a burden on you. Because you are the one that's... Like, exactly. Yeah, what, what, yeah, what, what kind of pressure? That's, you, that's you, what I'm trying to figure what, out. What, what, again, I'm not a kid, so I can well, he's opened up that much to you, of yes. course, to Munali. Yes. Of course. Do you know what's my response? Not after this episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, Not anymore. He, he's yeah. a listener and he knows the vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My response was like, yo, do you not think that people who are attractive should not work because that's kind of the implication of what you say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's really the crux yes, of your frustration. Like, oh, you're too pretty. I, you're distracting. Why are you pretty? Don't be pretty. Shamsi Cole, yeah. we only hire ugly. We, <laughs> we, we, we go back to, this is a you problem. I'm like, really? Sure. Like, like, I don't see you. Don't, the uggies. Yeah, like, there is there is a certain energy that is directed Shamsi. at a certain people. Like, they have one common through line with the frustration, like they're young and quote unquote attractive. Like, so that might be a you problem, my guy. Mm-hmm. Look, there's something, <laughs> I'll put it out there. Uh, there's a way that I judge boys, right? Fine, I'll just burn it. I, I've been using this for a long, long time now. I can't use it anymore. Fiddle podcast. Some guys, I ask them, who belongs in the kitchen? In a funny way. And I see what they respond. Mm. And if they respond with what I think they're going to respond with, like, mm-hmm, I see where you are. <laughs> <laughs> and I just keep them over there. Like, okay, I can't talk to you about a lot of things. <laughs> so you just say who belongs in the kitchen? And, exactly, that's it. That's, and that's automatically, you just have to... <laughs> yeah, that's it. Who uh, belongs in the kitchen? But, he yeah. me, oh, 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 oh. That was quick. Yeah. <laughs> that was quick. Way too, way too instinctive a response. I love it. 
Like if you had that uh-huh. ready, and just, <laughs> yes. I know where to stop this conversation. Keep in mind that a lot of boys are comfortable with the boys being themselves because they know that they're not going to yeah, be criticized. It's, it's boys' humor. Yeah, and boys. No, no, I understand boy, boy boys' talk. humor, but yeah, some, yeah. some 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 homies that it's not humor. It's yeah. life yeah. frustration. It's a lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It is what it is. It gets too real sometimes. You, jo- yeah. you joke. Way too real. Uh, oh, she left the house. <laughs> <laughs> the house left the house. What? Uh, What? Oh, wow. Exactly. Paradox. I have friends that are still having a hard time mentioning their wives' names to me. Even though I, was, I, I had the, the card invited to the yeah, wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know your wife's name, bro. Did they write the, the wife's name? Some people still don't. Some people still don't. Yeah. Alhamdulillah, my circle. You're, well, no, wait a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you gotta go. think about wait it. Minute, wait a minute. Some of them yeah. don't. Here's the yeah. thing uh, uh, there's a dumb story. <laughs> that I, I was a victim of because of that s- certain scenario. I was invited to a wedding when I was a young child. <laughs> I think I know where this is going. Go on. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> as a young child, you receive the card. And as a young child, yes. you are pure and innocent. Oh, sure yes. you are. Uh-huh. So I received the card and it said, Karima Tflan. I'm like, oh, her name is Karima. Mm, exactly. How, li- how nice. How <laughs> nice. Mm, Karim. Like, listen, that's not a common name. Did you mention it? Yes. Ah, uh, nice. Kif <laughs> Karim. <laughs> I was a young boy. I, I, know uh, not, I didn't know any better. I was okay. pure. I Define young. 23, 24. <laughs> exactly. Last no. week. <laughs> no, no. I, still in the tens. So. Okay, okay, mm. okay. And then? I was, maybe they still use it today. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> We're never gonna tell you. <laughs> you didn't get it right. <laughs> uh, friends. Uh, no, family. <laughs> the friends that you have to deal with. Yeah. Do we like do y'all remember when he was telling a story how he asked for Mercedes from a former crown? Anyway. Mm. What? Um, what? 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 Huh? Yeah. 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 Every time I remember that story, just fucking hilarious. Yeah. I don't remember that story. Because it was how simple he said it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, by the way, <laughs> get the moment. This, this is where we live. <laughs> Purple <You know>? drank. <laughs> Purple exactly. drank. Uh, well, get delivered. <laughs> <laughs> when you're just 12. Yeah, yeah, you just ask. You know what I got gifted as a 12-year-old? A slab? Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. A whooping. <laughs> That's what it's called on the streets. And it was cool at that time. There was two zeros. Now, all of a sudden, <laughs> okay. No G. Just, just an apostrophe. Even the O's were scared. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> There's a deal. We have no topics. <laughs> we're trying our best here. Uh, so but just, it's not working. But I love how, how, how the contrast the, the world has brought us together. Brought y'all together. What? See the... What are you talking about? In terms of lifestyles. You introduced and, and me you to Adi. 12 years old. You, you introduced me to Adi. He is the contrast. <laughs> Which is very hard, by I the way. The he, was, he would even uh, tell you. Yeah, yeah, he introduced me to Adi. And like, and fun fact, after after you left, I said, yo, your guy, look, your friend looks like Moby. The musician. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And you've used that was, multiple times. That, and, and that's, that's, him, that's him trying to be funny. No, yeah. 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 That was another attempt, no. a failed attempt at comedy. It worked. Like, I don't have joy in my life. It shows. By the way, since we're all just being honest here and talking shit to each other. Please do. Uh, See, he's <laughs> where the hell is this going? We and Turks are in agreement mm. that every time you send a joke, we know exactly how you're laughing. Yeah. Do you know it? Tell me. <laughs> we never told you. Tell me. So whenever you send something, we know that it's dumb. <laughs> me and Turks know for a fact that you're looking at the phone going, 
<laughs> yeah, this is the way. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. fair. Yep. That's that's yep. how I laugh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Every oh time I see God. a dumb joke, that's what I imagine. Yeah. Then the all day is like, you know, that's how he's gonna laugh. And I was like, oh, me and you, we agree. <laughs> see, thank you for giving us the visuals. I've, I've been told by multiple people that I have no facial expressions, which is... Uh, because awesome. of all that fucking fur on your face. <laughs> okay, that's why. Ladies and gentlemen, he is still the most handsomest man in the, the world. The gorgeous yeah, man in the world. Forget about what uh, we just said. Sexiest Chewbacca. It's not real. Exactly. Yeah. Heavenly fur. He's smooth as a baby's bottom. <laughs> the, exactly, tallest, you know? the tallest, handsomest, most well-adjusted person. All his <laughs> <laughs> well-adjusted. Stable. With, I, I will, with, <laughs> with glistening 12-packs. Yes. Glistening, I say. I will, I will not trauma dump, ever. <laughs> because, because I have no trauma. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's get to the topic before we get out of here. We wasted a lot of people's time. That's what we do. That's, actually, that's actually what we do. We have 200 plus. Arizon d'être. So, uh, clarification real quick. Uh, we've been having a hard time Connecting to our Pastor Caps account because a lot of people have been reporting almost everything that we post, and we understand why you're doing that. And it's still here. We're still here. That's gonna change. Yeah, we live bitch. Yeah, I can't post, but I still haven't posted the episode. This the past episode until now, I still haven't posted it yet. Every time I try to post, it wouldn't let me. Mm. Anyway, thank you for the reports. And on top of that, a lot of people try to hack our emails. Again, again, and I'd like to clarify the email that we have on Instagram is not the email that we use, y'all. So, <laughs> like, stop wasting your fucking time. Thank you for the effort. So, you get an A for effort. Mm-hmm. And um, I know it's a very sensitive issue. We haven't been able to post our Instagram cuts, and I think you guys know why. Um, I'm almost everybody that's been whispering about what's been happening right now in Philistine have been getting reported left and right. But I think this is the first time in history where social media is actually winning. Uh, no, no, I'm not giving the social media. Arabs are actually winning. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're using the tool they, they created against us. Yeah. Solidarity that everybody's showcasing. The fact that everybody's you know the battle of thoughts and minds. We we are making good progress. I think the 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 idea of the quote unquote most moral army in the world is chaos. It's not existent anymore. And I think both sides are seeing it now, compared to before. Before it was only Arabs screaming. And this time you're watching even Jewish communities in the U.S. and yeah. everywhere else also getting involved in the conversation. Like they're 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 cutting the water. They're, they're they can do that. Is the type of uh, energy we we've been hearing. Like yo, that's not cool. Mm-hmm. Watching Israel trying to make this like, hey, this is what we had to do, and y'all gonna be fine with it was really wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm like bajaha alf. You are like you're even too. The Western world, you are looking at them like they're dumb, and you talk to them like they're dumb because you're, they've you're been his- used. They've, they've been used to so long for so long. No, no, they've you, been used to whatever they say, they get listened to. Yo, they're attacking us. Yo, we're under danger. Oh, yes, they're right. What they're the Western world has been used used to is like, fine, let them have their couple of uh, days or a week or so tantrum and chaos mishal like. But when they're saying like, yo, the the bloodthirsty biblical language that it is that is being used and like. They're, they can't spin this Aslan. It's not just a language. They've been, they've been trying to spin it. And you can't. The videos are there. The pictures are there. Today, today, Israel, I think I think it happened or they already got the approval for it to kick Al-Jazeera out. Of, uh, of Gaza. Gaza. Because yes. democracy. They, mm-hmm. they don't want anyone to see what's happening. They've been trying their best to cut off communications. 
but everyone see what's going on. They did a great job of cutting communication inside Israel. So we wouldn't see what Hamas is doing inside with them. Mm. But we see the number of deaths going up. But in Gaza, they couldn't. Bro, you remember the live stream that I used to play with you guys? Mm. Where we see the news 24 hours, like yeah. direct from Gaza? Mm. Do you know how many times YouTube cut off that stream? Again, and again, I go again. and I find it with different yeah. names mm. because people are actually actively trying to push it forward because the, even live streams of a news, it's a news channel. You're cutting it off. We're protecting you from trauma, Adel. Oh, Yeah, we don't want you to have nightmares when you sleep. Yeah, but look, I remember the first few days when it happened. My algorithm went crazy of explaining why Israel had all the rights in the world. It went crazy. And by day four, by day four, it started changing. Mm. You know, by day seven. That's when, again, the narrative, the truth, and the truth has always been there, but when people actually started seeing the videos that start coming out and the effects I of think the it's not, no, no, see, the videos were coming out when they were getting bombed the first time. I think it was the hospital. Mm. The hospital, you can't fucking deny that. You tried to spit yeah. it and say, yo, it's a misfire, Madrid-ish, and all that. Actually, we had to do it. We actually had to do it. Uh, here at Past the Cup, so we do investigative uh, journalism. And mm-hmm. mostly gative, gative <laughs> journalism. And uh, <laughs> we sat on Wednesday, me and the boys, uh, looking through military weapons. Because that's what we do at Kepsa. Hold on, before I finish with this, do you want me to give you a credit for this? Should I just take the heat on this? I mean, we... Because I don't feel like we're all like... Oh, yeah, I mean... I, mean, I, 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 know, I didn't look it up. I, I didn't, <laughs> I mean, let's just say there's different levels of expertise I wasn't, here. I, you know. my, my, I was present. My, I was my, present. My, okay. state, my stated position is that Allahumma ansur Palestine. That is my position. <laughs> but we were, we were watching different videos and we were discussing. We saw the video's explosion. Yeah. We saw the video. So everyone's saying it's a misfire. And when you go and you look at all the impact of Hamas's missiles, and you look at the impact of this one, you can tell the difference. It's two two different worlds. Mm-hmm. And so the intel community, God bless their souls, all these retired old men <laughs> came together. They have, they have nothing better to do than to exactly. Talk they're they're retired, bro. Exactly. This is like a war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <Okay>. Two. <laughs> so it was crazy to watch the whole intel community go do a, a thorough breakdown on the type of ammunition that the U.S. gave to Israel, right? Mm-hmm. And then they were talking about the JDAM and what it does and what its purpose and connected to a GBU missile, what it does. And so we watched a bunch of videos where you can hear the terminal velocity, the, the thud, almost every single detailed explosion being similar to something that Israel saw, has. Yeah, exactly. But Biden want to come in and say, hey, it was the other team. Look, of course we believe you, Biden. It's not about believing or not believing. This is going to be similar to WMD's AM Iraq. Yeah, the damage has been done. Exactly. Mm. 20 years later, we find out the truth. Mm. So this is going to be one of those moments that 20 years later, we're going to look back on and say, yo, were they right or were they oh, wrong? So the Zionist playbook. Deny, deny, deny. Exactly. And then five years later, when nobody's paying attention. 20 years later. Yeah, like when nobody's paying attention, you say, hey, by the way. Yes. Whoopsie doodle. Yeah. And then you'd be like, yo, that was too far ago. Now look at them. They're good guys right now. Mm. And then you forget that. So do not pay close attention to the rhetoric that's been happening around. I mean, just keep it local. Local uh, will tell you what's going on. The, 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 the Zionists have had a good 60 years in order to build that playbook of how to lie to you, how to misinform you, how to manipulate you. How to lobby you. How to manipulate public opinion. And the reason that you're seeing all these Western states follow lock, stock, and barrel with, with, with Israel is because, hey, they've bought it a client and sinker. It's nothing new. Now, the only difference is, or the major difference is the fact that the footage that's coming out that's being amplified by Arabs across social media 
the publics of the peoples of the world are now seeing it and they are having a conscious reaction. That is, I think, the biggest differentiator here. Uh, here's the thing, uh, our listeners. Uh, I will give you a lesson in critical thinking one-on-one. First off, it's a one-on-one, not one-on-one. One-on-one. It's not a basketball game. He's going to mentor them. That's the first lesson. Go ahead. Never assume. Sorry, because I'm so tall, they thought it takes a long time to reach my head. Exactly, exactly. So, 101. Critical thinking 101. You believe that a hospital has been bombed. Who is most likely to bomb it? The uh, the people who are defending themselves or the people who are bombing the shit out of everything else around the hospital? Well, yes, but mm. that's when they start using footages showing a misfire or acting like it's a misfire. Or or, or claiming. Or exactly. claiming. After, have, after your defense spokesman yeah, tweets have, about have it and then deletes it. Have you seen the quote-unquote leaked Hamas conversation? Yes. <laughs> like... What, was it puppets? Uh, <laughs> it might as well have been. It was a, it was a reenactment. It was, it was, basically, like we have received "quote unquote" classified intel of Hamas operatives disclosing the oopsie together. The oopsie, oh, the wow. oopsie, and that's what they called it. I, I will do a reenactment of the reenactment. I'm like, yeah, Zalama, طاح المستشفى لخايم. And like they okay, wow. That's big, <laughs> wow. That might as well have been. What a reenactment. <laughs> he just said words. 100% accurate there, <laughs> yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Like you can. <laughs> Let me use racism in yeah. reenactment. Yeah, like. That's terrible. You could tell. He's gorgeous, but the, the head. <laughs> I mean, the head. Yeah, yeah. Like, float. <laughs> the amount of Gazans and Palestinians on Twitter, like, yo, bullshit. That's not a Palestinian accent. That's, that's Shlomo trying to do a Palestinian accent. <laughs> But see, Shalom's Shalom trying. That's, that's the point there. Well, yeah, they they had good control of social media. Uh, there was footages out, I think, like the first few days of the attack with all, like, Israel meeting up with all the social media influencers they have in Israel, mm-hmm. trying to push the narrative that they want to do. The Hasbara Corporation. Whatever it's called. Look, I put a post a couple of days ago. See, this is the time where I'm not going to say we, because I'll take the heat for this. So whatever happens on Pastor Kepsa, blame me. Uh, it goes without saying. And if you have any bad feelings, if you hate something that someone said, I'll take the heat. Just point the finger at me. Leave my boys out of it. One of them And we shall support you all the way. Exactly. Right. He'll yes. take the heat. Yeah. 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 You got this. <laughs> Good luck, homie. Yeah. And listen, I'm ahead all uh, right now. But I already got this, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> we believe in you. Yes. I, I will support you. By I'm going to send you a sticker. We trust you. Yeah. I, I will support you by being tall over there <laughs> and handsome. Yes. You got this. And glistening. And glistening with a 12 pack. So I put a post when I was talking about there's a lot of things that are happening in the creative community locally in Saudi where people are asked to not have that conversation. Funny enough, Funnily. a lot of people that had nothing to do with what I posted thought it was about them. Ah, oh. okay. So, so, so they thought you were smoking them out. He was not smoking you out, ladies and gentlemen. I he was, was stating an opinion. I was stating an opinion because I'm in so many groups and I've been looking at the pattern over the last week and I've been noticing some people not understanding the situation we're in today because they think it's similar to all situations and they're choosing to turn a blind eye. And I was like, yo, that is completely fucking wrong. And then I'm looking at people who are Arabs are saying, do not have these discussions. And so... A lot of people reached out to me that had nothing to do with this and they thought it was about them. Yo. But it was beautiful to see. <laughs> <laughs> it was beautiful to see people expose themselves. It was uh, amazing. I mean, you bought, uh, they, you know, Milkshake bought all the boys. But here's the thing. When I posted it, I, I, when I posted it, I was expressing my feelings at the same time. 
I'm not, I'm not justifying nothing. I don't give a fuck how y'all feel. But when I posted it, I thought it was going to be another post. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then people came at me with WhatsApp screenshots. No, oh. no, not me. No, oh, no, no. Examples. Hey, well, examples. Yo, oh, by the guy, way. This guy's saying this. This guy's saying that. This guy works in this place. This guy works in that place. Yo. Oh, and I was like looking at it. I was like, uh-oh. It's called, <laughs> that's called a repository. But dude. No, 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 no. The past Capsa Intel. Capsonomics. Shout out to Noor. Shout out to homie Noor. Noor thought. Noor sent me a message. He was like, I love the Intel and Comic Sans. That goes to show you that you shouldn't take it seriously, right? Like what we're exactly. saying is serious. But it's but comic sense. It's a comic. There's a joke here you somewhere. Know, you don't know where it is, but it's, <laughs> it's we're laughing. You know, by having that certain reaction to adults' post, you know what they call that in the discourse? Mm. They call that a self-report. Like yes. you, you kind of just snitched on yourself, my guy. So a lot of people will show me other people, like people that we even know. And I'm looking at what they said. Like these, these are groups I'm not involved in. Mm. And I'm looking at it. And then I noticed a lot of messages of people saying, yo, expose them, tell them, tell them, tell us who they are. So we know not to deal with them anymore. Look, love the mob mentality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Those pitchforks, hard. Okay. Hard. Love it. Love it. Love okay. the fact, yo, just get together. Yeah. Let's go. But, nah, but know, torches, no torches. Yeah, no torches. No, that's not what we're doing here. Yeah. And I, I told everybody, I was like, yo, I'm not going to tell you who I'm talking about. Because it's none of anyone's business. Exactly. I'm yeah. just stating what's happening in the scene. And I'm not going to point anyone out for people to attack. And also, a lot of people thought I was talking about foreigners. And I was like, okay, I'll do this on the podcast because I don't really need to explain something. It's an assumption about it. Let them assume whatever they want to assume. What I want people to understand, not only by that post, it's about what we all feel. As an Arab, you should understand what's going on. Mm. As a foreigner, it's not my job to tell you what's going yeah. on. I don't need to tell you what's happening. Because at the same time, you're not a decision maker. So even if you stand by me, it gives me zero value. What we need is for Arabs to stick together. I mean, I don't know if, if it, for the listeners who have been here for 200 episodes, they've seen us talk about this so many times, how we want a united Middle East. We always ask for that. And as Arabs, when a time like this, we're not together... It's a problem. This is one of the first times we're actually seeing positive things that are going to happen or could happen. And it's the time for us to really stick together. But if you want to be a coon, if you want to be a traitor to your own country, a traitor to your own religion, if this is what you want to be, cool. Keep it to your fucking self. Do not bring it to us. Do not bring it to anyone outside. The Palestinian issue, you cannot separate it from us. You cannot separate from any of us. Our grandparents and our parents and us lived through it. It's part of us. It is the issue. It is the main issue that the whole region agrees on. So you cannot separate it from us. Now, I do understand that some people have businesses and they don't want those businesses to be impacted by, you know, where they stand. Some of them, they're afraid to get canceled. Some of them are afraid to get called out. All of that is understandable. If we lived over there, yeah, mm-hmm. but we live here. But but Adel, Palestinians were mean to me in my comment section. I will get to that in a second. They said mean things to me. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. If look, I under, I'm not going to point out anyone. Um, I'm I'm doing my best right to try to choose my words wisely. Yes, I can see the vein pop from his head. <laughs> He's trying because I I want to say names because it hurts, but at the same time I don't want to say names. 
what I want people to understand, I understand that today there's a lot of foreigners in Saudi that are holding positions where you think your business can thrive in. And you're doing your best to build those doors and, you know, build that connection in order for your business to thrive because you're relying on these things and these people to help guide you where you want to go. So I understand how you feel like, yo, if I'm being honest about how I feel, this could affect my business with these people. And I can't tell you what to do or not to do. But what I see from my own end, and you can call me selfish if you want, you can call me misunderstood, you can say whatever you want, it's all good. But from what I see is that if we're standing in a position where we have the power, because these people work for us, then they should be working for us. It's not how they feel. I'm not paying them to come here to feel. I'm paying them to come here to work. You, as an Arab, as a Saudi, have the right to express your feelings in any way, shape, or form you want. And if you think someone is standing in your way or is stopping you from getting where you want to get because of your views that are valid locally and regionally, that person has to go. Not you. Mm -hmm. Not your business. Those are the people that you need to call out. Those are the people that we should be pointing a finger at and say, hey, you're here as a guest. You're here to do a job, get paid, go back home and live your life. That's what you're supposed to do. But if you come here and blocking what we need to do because we don't fit what you want, because afraid of what you are going to be looked at in front of your own people, then this is not the place for you. I mean, it's very obvious Saudi is not bending over to nobody. You want to come and work here? This is who we are. And there's a culture and there's, 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 you underst- there's you understanding your place within that culture, you know, and, and being the person that goes against, you know, the general sense of every, what everybody's feeling and going against to just to satisfy their own personal well-being or feeling of well-being, at the end of the day, there's going to have, you know, consequences for that. The creative community has a lot of problems in every single shape or fucking form. And they don't want to admit to those problems. There's a lot of people in the creative community that are separating themselves from the creative community because of what's happening today. Because we are looking at other people from our own blood standing against an issue that's close to all of us. Mm. Now, if you don't want to speak your speak out about what's going on, you don't need to speak out. No one's asking you to speak out. No one's asking you to go riot. No one's asking you to do anything. The country is already taking care of all that for us. Alhamdulillah. We have a country, we have leadership that was very obvious. They know they know exactly what they want. They've been saying the same thing for 30, 40, 50 years. They're not going to change that. We know what they want. We know what they're saying and we all agree with it. I'm not asking you to go outside and stop pointing fingers at people. That's not what I'm asking you to do. I'm asking you to just stand your ground when you know it's right. When someone is telling you that this is negative and pointing a finger and you're sitting there like nodding your head like a dumbass. No, that's wrong. Mm. We shouldn't allow that. You should know better. You should know way better. Yeah, you should know better. And and for the people that are on the other side, you should educate yourself. Honestly, like uh, just educate yourself. Like at the end of the day, it's, if they don't want to, they don't have to. You no, know, so but but Andy, that's the thing. Living in the ignorant uh, atmosphere where you are just believe what you were told by the mainstream media, and you think, oh, because well, everybody agrees on this issue, then it's probably what's right. That should show you that there's something wrong if everybody's agreeing on one issue. Maybe you should dig a little bit deeper. Maybe you should try to understand why this issue is so important to all of us as Arabs, as Muslims, as people who live in this region, as people who have 
seeing these reoccurring cycles of violence hurt our brothers and sisters. And honestly, at this point, we're just all fed up. We're all just frustrated. You know? I'll take a step further. You, as a Saudi, you were here in the last five years watching your country get attacked. You sat right here. Mm-hmm. You saw the whole thing happen to you. You saw how Western medias and you had all media outlets come and point a finger at you. And you felt that you were being attacked, even though you were sitting in your own house. You were not comfortable anywhere you went. Not, they kept pointing a finger at you and annoying you. Not, not even attacked, <clears throat> like straight up being lied about. And then you go now and use those same outlets to say, oh, I agree with them and what they're saying. You were just attacked by those same people. But now, for some weird reason, amnesia. <laughs> you, you forget what happened to you. There is a saying that still holds true to this day. It is the compass. If you, if you are on the wrong direction of the, this issue, this is a it's, lot of it's, a, it's a safe assumption that you're going to be on the wrong direction on most things. Yeah. I truly believe there's a lot of traitors. And I truly believe there's a lot of people that are not, they're not about it. There's selfish. They only give a fuck about their businesses, where they're going to end up. They're, they'll bend over to anyone who's paying them and they'll do whatever the fucking person wants. If yeah. the person says be an atheist, they'll be an atheist tomorrow. You're a fucking follower. You're not a leader in any shape or fucking form. Listeners, it is a fact that Saudi has given lives for this cause back in the day. We have sent soldiers in the 1948 war. But you're saying that Palestine is something I don't care about. You are spitting on the lives of your fellow countrymen that gave the ultimate sacrifice for a right and just cause. A right and just cause. (sighs) There's a lot of things in this conversation. And glad you smoked them out. No, there's, there was another point that I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, let's get back to the Palestinian point. Yes, that you Palestinians saying. are being mean in my comment section. Yeah, I, did. I, I actually had the conversation with someone. It's like, hey, I'm not going to forget the fact that when we were being attacked by Houthis and being attacked by other governments, you know, we watched a lot of Arabs stand with those governments against us as Saudis. And I told them, okay, I also did not forget when that happened. I remember all the comments. I yes. remember all the, the bullshit. But this is internal. We deal with this. Exactly. This, this, this issues that we have in the Middle East, we Arabs fix these issues. Exactly. We're, we are united against anyone that's coming to attack us. And then our issues, we solve ourselves. If you pay attention over the last three, four, five years, the regions kept getting closer closer together. Why? Because we have a leadership that's been trying to get the region closer closer together. And there's more people together now than ever before. So the more we grow that, the better it is for everybody else. Yes, and I, so those comments did exist. We saw them. We saw them pointing fingers and laughing at us when, when we had a, a oil war with Russia. We saw all that. That's internal. We deal with that ourselves. You don't have to bring that out as in, well, oh, they attacked me once. No, bro. And But what I was going to add to that is that essentially, even if they're being shitty to us, what's right will still be right. Whoever is is at the tail end of that. This is a just cause, even if we have issues or some petty bullshit between the, the, the between us as Arabs. What's right is right, and what's wrong is wrong. It shouldn't be it shouldn't be affected or colored by our feelings. Yeah, we should not be using it against each other. Absolutely, this, this is bigger. 
when people were attacking us, there was no children getting murdered. There was no innocent people getting murdered in Saudi. This is a totally different conversation. A whole, a whole different level of, of engagement. A whole different level of engagement. But I'm not saying it's right. You know, at the end of the day, yani, um, yani for me, honestly, yani, it's it's there's bigger issues at play here. There's bigger elements to consider rather than somebody hear my feelings and my comments. Honestly, uh, for me, I I remember. I'm not going to forget about that. But right now, there's bigger priorities and bigger concerns Salah, that I need to consider. There's innocent people. Yeah. There's there's innocent people that have there's no water, they have no electricity, they have no gas, they have nothing, they have no medical equipment, they have absolutely nothing. Four hospitals have been taken out and wiped out. A church, the th- the world's third oldest church it's was hit. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if you're Muslim, it doesn't matter if you're Christian, it doesn't matter to them who you are. This is a mission. Uh, the laws of war, what are those? <laughs> war crimes, can I have some more please? Ketchup. Look, I've been watching the UN trying to stand up to certain things. That's funny. It's cute. Yeah. It's super did cute. It, did it, wasn't their resolution just vetoed a couple of yes. years ago? Yeah, yes. Yesterday. SubhanAllah. Mm. Resol- because humanitarian assistance is not that important. Yes. The resolution was condemning violence on all sides. And guess who vetoed that resolution? Mm. Mm. Uh, the proponent of violence in this world. <laughs> I wonder who that is. The, 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 maybe, is it maybe the country that sells the most weapons? Mm. Perhaps. Uh, do not attack people. Do not... Do not force people trying to understand a conversation that they should not be a part of in the begin- in the first place. Do not make this very negative on people. Just talk to the people who need to hear and just make sure that people understand where you stand. It's that simple. For you, it's not even for me. Don't even do it for me. I don't care where y'all stand. I'm going to call an ace an ace. I don't give a shit if you're happy, if you're sad about it. I just find it disrespectful that when we should be united, we're still fighting. And if, and if there's one big moral issue for Arabs, for Muslims, this is it. This is really it. This is, the, and you mentioned this, this is the one yeah, topic yeah. that we all should so be agreeing the one, on. The one issue, and the one issue mm-hmm. that we literally grew up learning about and grew up seeing just again and again and again. You know, the never-ending brutality of, of, of Zionism, and and it's something that we've had to live through. How many of you donated money during school when you were kids? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of us. Like, to give you to give you an idea how this conflict is still resonating. The father, Muhammad al-Durra, you know the one. Mm-hmm. He he lost his brothers in Gaza. So the the picture of Palestinian suffering is continuing to suffer. A friend of mine, we were having this conversation and he's he's been trying to go back to Gaza, but he can't. And he was telling me, he was like, listen, we don't have weapons, bro. We don't have weapons. He was like, me going there is me going to sacrifice my life for the people to see that they should be paying attention. He's like, this is our, our only weapon. Our weapon is for you to see that our we're all lives, dying. That's lives. it. Nothing, uh, nothing else that we can show you. And there's a reason why Gaza has, I think 50% of the population of Gaza is under 24, something along those lines. Yeah. There's a reason for that because these people are aware that the only thing they have is their lives. And they're the one way to keep, you know, the spirit of resistance alive is to make sure that there isn't somebody else to carry the torch. Because otherwise, then what's left? We hope it's, it's, it's going to be a while. I, I don't think it's going to be over anytime soon. No, not at all. We're barely seeing, we're barely uh, seeing it. Uh, respect to everybody that's been canceling their events for uh, what's been happening lately. 
uh, even Middle Beast was trying to have a private event and they sent an email out saying, listen, we would love to see everybody, but during these hard times, we don't think this is the right time for us to do what we want to do with you guys and we appreciate you and hopefully we'll see you guys soon. I respected that a lot. So shout out to mm-hmm. Ramadan and Talal and all the team for that. Um, a lot of people are canceling all their events. I respect that. It's not the time. You cannot be enjoying yourself at this time. You just can't be. Like, okay, you want to go and غير Joe and all that stuff? Cool. Do that. But when people are innocently getting killed, it's very hard to look on the know, side. There's, there's that non-stop suffering going on. Exactly. Except if you're Shamsi on the weekend. But um, Chesma, away from that... <laughs> had to bring back the hate. Yeah, had to bring back the hate. Always alive. There was a bus approaching. I just wanted to throw you before it just passed. Yeah. So let's hail this bus quickly. Yeah. Yeah, put your arm down next time you say that. Yeah. He, he would have thrown me under the bus, but I was too no, tall. No, no. See? Good Very bad combo. Good catch. Good catch. Again, if people in Pesta comes to bingo, that was a sign. I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm guessing there's, there's not a way to call a bus. <laughs> oh my God. Well, anyway. Shout out to tens and tens of listeners. Shout out to tens of viewers. We appreciate you. We suck at this yeah. right now. It's very hard time. We tried. Pass the caps on all socials. <laughs> <laughs> it's all getting blocked. Anyways. We are looking for next week. Uh, I don't know. I, I look forward uh, to continuing to being very tall. And handsome. And handsome. And listening. And well-adjusted. I promise you guys next week we'll have better topics. Stop. We're still going to talk about Palestine. We're not going to stop that. That's just not going to happen. But we will try to get you guys in that. We'll burn Champsy alive and see what happens. Mm-hmm. Full reenactment. Yeah. <laughs> not the podcast. Enactment, <laughs> not reenactment. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a big pot. 10,000 reals. I oh yes, ten thousand. So we don't forget. Yeah, all right, I said I'll match the highest bidder, right? Yes. All right, twenty thousand. Damn. All right, we'll see. We'll see. I'm going to take on the full bet and triple it. <laughs> wow, <laughs> this is how I guarantee you that we're not getting any video games. Uh, okay. Oh wait, I thought it was the other way around. What? I'm betting that he's not going to write. I'm betting he's not going to write it either. I'm that betting. we're all yes in agreement. Be- we're all winners then. Yes, yes exactly. Yeah. None of us are gonna lose. This is like this is a guaranteed <laughs> W so for everyone to keep their money. If, if yeah. you write <laughs> slap dunk. Yeah. <laughs> if you write something, you have the potential of winning. I don't know, forty thousand reals. No, no, he's not in. He's not in on the bet. No. I think he's gonna. You gonna put ten? You yes. know what? Keep him in on the bet. I know yeah. he's gonna put around twenty something. Okay, I'm I'm willing to go higher yeah. for Shamsi to do to write uh, a I'm, game I'm design document. Yes. Okay, so let's say. 30 to 50. Yes. All right. Okay. I'll match 30 to 50 even higher. Just to guarantee you. How about we bring it all in cash? It's on oh. the table. <laughs> that, that's not the problem. The problem is we all agree he's not going to do it. I know. That's a problem. It's going to be a... We, we, need, we, we watch, need a believer. Watch, watch, watch me. Are there I, any believers out there? all of you all wrong. Watch me. Just watch me. <laughs> okay. 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 Right. okay. We'll see. That's how much we don't know that you're a liar. Next on Pass the Caps. <laughs> Next on Pass the Caps. <laughs> so the camel... <laughs> Hell. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Uh, I'm just saying, it's funny. Anyways, we out? We out. Peace. Peace. Peace.